Hi, everybody. Welcome to Behind the Headlines with a slightly smaller cast this week. Um, I know it's the 25th of March when we're recording this, but the staff finally had its Christmas due last night, and there are several members of the team who are worse for wear. They may pop up at some point during the recording, or they may be in a corner, dark corner, with Paul Seatmore feeling sorry for themselves. But we carry on, don't we, because we couldn't have a Christmas due before Christmas for obvious reasons. And you've got to celebrate. You've got to support your independent businesses. So we had a fab night. Um, these two are looking both bright-eyed and bushy-tailed this morning. But Lee, you're going to start us off with a story that's not actually, nothing like as happy as our Christmas do last night. Yeah, we, we supported our independent businesses very well last night, I think. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there's plans have been revealed to close up to 15 GP surgeries across the city. Uh, and to merge them into five super surgeries. Um, so Sheffield's got £37 million of government funding to, to build the new centres. Um, so the idea is to kind of bring all different services under one roof. Um, but one councillor we've spoken to said patients in the most disadvantaged uh, neighbourhoods will be uh hit hardest because um once 15 of the other surgeries around the city close to merge into the five super hubs will leave those areas short um there's also little public transport to to the surgeries uh, as well um the clinical commissioning group which runs gp surgeries in the city is kind of bigging it up as, as great news. Obviously building five super surgeries is great news, but closing 15 others um, is perhaps not good news. Um, you know, we all know how difficult it is to try and get a, a doctor's appointment um, at the minute. Um, so, you know, personally, I think it's probably going to be even more difficult for people to to get a doctor's appointment if these plans come to fruition. Um, but another option under consideration is um, for the surgeries to stay as they are, uh, to have no closures, but also to not, not build the new super surgeries. So there'll be a public consultation uh, on all of this. Uh, obviously we'll be reporting on it all the way uh, and you know, bringing to the fore all the different views and opinions on what should happen with the plans. So, so we'll have to see. But yeah, it's it's a big story. It's a big. Um, it's, it's something which is going to have a, a major effect uh, on on people in the city. Yeah, absolutely. We haven't had. I haven't seen any positive feedback yet. Um, to be fair, I think there's a lot of consultation. It's a short there's a lot of criticism that it's a short consultation period and a lot of concern around that um, and as you say I mean it's really hard to get a appointment now so if you're losing 10 surgeries but there is hope that the CCG who is the group in charge of this might listen because we all remember when they wanted to close the walk-in centre a few years ago and there was a massive public outcry and they didn't do it um, so I think if people have got a strong opinion on this now is the time to make your voice heard really and um, Tim yeah. What have you got for us? There seems to have been a lot happening this week. I was looking through um, what the stories that we've been covering, and there's so much. I mean, there's the well, the launch of the freebie, which isn't actually going to be free, but 
it's going to be a cheap B um, bus service back into the city. Cheap um, B hasn't got the same ring to it, has it? It really <laughs> hasn't got the same ring to it. No, um, there's uh, there's stuff going on uh, in central government. There's obviously all the Ukraine thing, uh, war and uh, its impact with refugees coming into the city. Um, but one thing that is continuing and will affect um, people across Sheffield is the cost of living crisis. And we've had the um, the spring statement, the mini budget from the Chancellor this week. Uh, we had um, a professor from the university writing for us in the Star saying that it was the worst budget that he's heard in uh, however many years um, he's been following the budgets. And there's been quite a lot of criticism. There were some good points, uh, I suppose, for car drivers that there's 5p coming off a litre or that's already come off a litre of fuel. Um, but people are saying, hang on a minute, there might be it might be 5p cheaper, but it is still way more expensive than it was just uh, just a couple of months ago. Um, and then, yeah, things that have already been planned um, about increases in taxes and things like that are really going to hit people in our society along with the uh, the fuel, uh, sorry, the, the energy cap, um, which has been lifted on uh, April the 1st. Um, so, yeah, a lot of campaigning going on, a lot of people with uh, with a lot of different views, maybe not different views, they've all got the same views, um, that it's, uh, it's not looking good. We also had something uh, in the Star yesterday, um, or, or probably today, actually, uh, talking about the S6 Food Bank, which over the last two years... And I mean, they work with food banks across the city in multiple locations, but have seen a tenfold increase in um, in people needing their services in two years. I mean, that is phenomenal, and it's it's not it's something to be proud of that we can support that in Sheffield. But it's an awful thing for the people who are having to turn to food banks. Quite often, people who who have got jobs, people who are working, it's not people who are unemployed, or you would normally expect to be on the poverty line. Um, but the cost of living crisis and everything that's happened over the past couple of years is really having an impact. Um, obviously, there are those people who say, you know, that, that the government's doing all that they can, that uh, Rishi Sunak is uh, is doing what he can to help. But there's a lot more people who are saying, actually, we need to do more. We need to see more um, to help people who, who are really struggling and will be struggling even more in the coming weeks and months ahead. Well, there is a lot of discontent, isn't there? We've got the university staff going back on strike next week. We've got warnings not to use certain rail lines this Sunday because there's more strikes there. I think, um, yeah, there's a there's a lot more trouble brewing um, because, yeah, the average the average worker and the average voice just doesn't seem to be getting heard really, and times are really tough, aren't they? However, it's Mothering Sunday, the day after tomorrow. Should we be a little bit upbeat? Um, Tim, can you tell us about our competition winner? Yeah, we had a competition in the Star asking for nominations for um, who should win a Mother's Day prize. So we had we had a lot of entries. We had to pick four uh, winners, um, just talking about your mum, why your mum should win. Uh, and there were some prizes that have been donated by uh, by businesses in Leopold Square. So the top one was um, an overnight stay at the Leopold Hotel. And that was won, uh, quite ironically, really, by... Uh, a lady who is 90 and has been working at or still works at, at the Kenwood Hotel. Um, so I think if, if I'm still working here um, when I'm 90, then something's got wrong there. But she obviously loves what she does. 
Um, we can store. give you a special reward and you can go, come and work for eight days. <laughs> it's a bit of a busman's holiday winning a trip to a hotel, but I think she'll love it. I, I think she will. I think she'll look because, you know, she won't have to do anything. She can just sit back, relax, enjoy it. And her son says that she is one in a million. It, it's a great story. Um, Alex, one of our apprentice reporters, has written it. Um, so, yeah, do have a look at that story. And, uh, and yeah, she's, she's had an amazing life, still is having an amazing life, and, uh, and is not stepping back at all yet. Uh, so, yeah, we also had some, some great other entries um so some prize winners some who didn't quite make the prize and um, but some great stories of the, of the fantastic things that mums do in Sheffield and are to their children whether they're little or grown up absolutely and we've also got our women of Sheffield awards coming mm. up and in that there's categories for grit there's categories for health there's categories for education we need people to nominate for that don't we let's get some of these stories told but i think i think a night in the leopold hotel the sun's out so hopefully she'll pick a nice sunny weekend yeah. i know there's a lot of problems with the city center but there are some incredible bits to it too lee have you got any nice plans for the weekend making the most of the sunshine i'm actually doing the half marathon on sunday of course so, yeah you don't want sunshine then do you <laughs> yeah it's a funny thing because yeah like you say when the weather's uh, a little bit too warm it's it's not actually great when you when you're having to run 13 miles um the best kind of conditions uh, are when it's a little bit cooler and uh, even a little bit of rain um but we'll see how managed to uh, to get around like uh, i'm sure thousands of other people will as well well, no pressure, but John Burkill, the man with the pram, he's, he, I don't know if he's running it, but he's certainly taking part and in his 80s, isn't he now? So, Lee, I'm sure, I'm sure you definitely won't be last, even if you're feeling slightly hungover today. I'm sure you will do fantastic. <laughs> so, good luck to everybody who's um, doing that. Um, me and Tim will be cheering, not, <laughs> not taking yeah, part. Yeah, and thank you very much. We will see you next week. Thanks.